WTL, Nebraska's only sports betting show. I'm your host, Ant D. Classen, joined by Gibran. <laughs> Gibran, the parlay pounder. We're back. We're back. We are indeed. And man, we got a we got a heck of a week lined up here. I mean, we do. Starting off with, as they say, a bang. Yeah. Thursday night football. We got Friday night college football. And not only that. The Huskers. The Huskers on Friday, Friday night against the Rutgers Ooh. Scarlet Knights. Working on a winning streak for the first time uh, in a while. Tied for the first place in Big Ten West. <laughs> yes, Here we, we are. go. Don't take away. Do not do not take Can't away. Can't take that. away from us. <laughs> but first things first, Yeah, October 6th, Thursday, 7-15 kickoff on Amazon Prime Video. The Indianapolis Colts are traveling to Denver to take on the Broncos, where the Broncos got it. Three and a half and the hook, minus three and a half. Favorite over under at 42. Yeah. Jabron, where are you leaning? Well, Andy, uh, a lot of books still have this at three. You're saying yours is uh, switched to three and, three and a half. Yeah, yeah. I think it will trend more to the Broncos up until game time to three and a half, maybe four points. But if you can lock this in at three or, you know, you know, some people might see it yeah, at two yeah. and a half still. Hit that Broncos with that minus three. I really think it's a safe bet for everybody. I think but so. My safest bet. One thing that's almost certainty, Andy, that this <laughs> game will not hit the over. Oh man. Both of these offenses are struggling right now. Yeah. Both of these defenses have been playing very good as of late. Mm, okay. Denver is just okay. allowing 284 yards a game, which ranks them fourth in the league. That is good. Indianapolis is two spots behind him at number six, only giving up 300 yards a game. Uh, I just really see this as one of these, you know, Thursday night football games, 17 to 10, 14 right, to right. 10, 7 to 13 kind of games. And, and okay, so you, you're saying you like the under. Yes. That's where you're feeling good. And, and I also like that under for a couple of reasons. Yeah. And I'm, I'm taking a little bit different look at it. Okay. And that is that 76% of the money right now is coming in on the over. Mm. Like you guys, you guys knock that off right now. Yeah. And, and here's uh, now we're going to go off the field for a couple other points here. Jonathan Taylor is banged up. Yes. He might not even play. I think they ruled him out. Did they? Yeah. I mean, they, just the verbiage that they were using in their, their interviews and the, the reports was yeah. like, well, that doesn't sound good. No, I think so, Hines is starting. I'm, I'm not surprised by that at all. Also, on the other side, Randy Gregory. Yes. Husker shout out. Uh, I think he's out. He is. He's he, on the IR, right knee. Yeah, he has to have surgery for sure. Okay, so like their, their defense, I get it's number four. Uh, but I feel like that kind of is negated by Jonathan Taylor. It's probably a bigger impact that Taylor's out. Oh, de- definitely, definitely. And then also being the short week. He we, is ruled out. We talk about this every Thursday. Yeah. That it's a little bit of a watered-down game plan. Yes, it is. So the ball's not going to be flying around the yard as much. And if it is, I mean, don't you love it? You have Matt Ryan out there who's throwing four of the best defenses. No, exactly, Andy. Um, like I had, Like I said, with – 
with these offenses. The Colts are putting up a league worst, 14.3 points a game in fantasy player in NFL Mm -hmm. going into this year. And the Broncos are only slightly ahead of them at number 30 in the league, 16.5 points a game, Andy. There is no way that these teams are going to light up. There's no points. It's definitely not hitting that, that over. That's my safest bet of the yeah, night. That like forty-two, that it's like, too much. It's too yeah. many points for him. And I really just think the Broncos, at the end of this game, get it done at mile high. Like I said, I'm predicting a ten to fourteen game uh, towards the Broncos. All right, I, I like that. And something else we didn't mention: Javante Williams. Uh, the, out for the year. He's too. out for the year too. <laughs> so you got the two premier running backs, best yep. sources of offense for Melvin both teams Gordon show out. I think what's going on here uh, are people are looking at this as 42, and these are two NFL teams and two quarterbacks that you're traditionally thought of as they're going to light it point up. scores. Uh, but Russell's okay. Well, if you want to call it cooking, I don't. I, it's, undercooked. It's undercooked big time. Yes. You don't want to take a bite of that no, whatsoever. I, I won't. I won't. And Maddie Ice, he's kind of looking like he might need be, need to be put on the yeah, ice. Yeah, he's on the shelf for me, for sure. All right, so let's move on to <clears throat> Friday night, Woo! the game everybody's talking about. That is the Huskers traveling out to Piscataway yep. to take on Rutgers. 6 o'clock kickoff, 6 o'clock kickoff at the Shy SHI Stadium out there in New York. Yep. Uh, game broadcasted on FS1 for all you Husker fans. Uh, right now, Andy, we're sitting at a three-point favorite, over-under sitting at 49 and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Andy, I'll tell you what. I locked this in earlier this week at two and a half. I like this that. This is easy peasy <laughs> money. I told you guys last week that we are on the right track. Oh my God. It's trending even better against this team. Indiana's uh-huh. a better team than this yeah. team. They're better um, than the record. They're better than Rutgers. They are. Rutgers is three and two, you know. They are. And get, they got a running game. And Indiana's three and two now as well, for some reason, okay. according to us. <laughs> um, according to the Huskers. No, uh, I'll, I'll give you a few reasons here, Andy, right. that I that I don't like Rutgers. I'm listening. They were only able they lost to Iowa twenty seven to ten. Iowa's decrepit Offense was able to score 27 points on this Rutgers defense okay. and only able to score 10 points on Iowa's pretty good defense. Uh-huh. Uh, I really just think we are so much light here, light years ahead of Iowa in offensive production okay. that we are going to we're going to put 35 on these guys easily. Mm-hmm. I think pushing 40 points. That's why I am taking us by the three, and I really like that over under going over that 49 and a half. All right, so the 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 point predictor model that I'm looking at right now yeah. has Nebraska scoring 34.2 mm-hmm. and has Rutgers sitting at 11.4. Yes. So that means, yes, we're going to cover it. And then the line below says, so if the the best bet right now is Nebraska's going to win. Yes. They're going to cover the spread. And the total, though, goes under. Yeah, at, at that model, yes. Yeah. So, so there's some back and forth there. Yeah. And much like the Denver game we just talked about, 76% of the bets are going in on the over. <laughs> right. But this time you're hopping on board with the public money? I am, just because mm. I, I really think that we can score points against this uh, against this defense. Like I said, I think we're pushing 40, and I don't think that our defense is good enough to hold them uh, to we're not. to under ten, we're not. so I, I'm looking at a 38 to you know 28 game or a 38 yeah. to 35 game. 
that that 34, we twenty eight e- like exactly that. that that we still cover, but we are we're getting majority of this over on ourselves and Rutgers pitches in for the last fifteen to seventeen you points. Can, you think they can help us out? Take advantage of our weak defense? Yeah, no, I, I, no, points. they will. Rutgers is going to score I, points. I think I think they're going to score points, but I believe that. It looked like that our defense is trending in the right direction. Yes, okay. A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff needs it's, to be buttoned up. It's a one game trend. It right is. Now. It is. It's, but this team is not as good as the team we just played. And I think there's a lot of stats okay. to back that up with. And I, I really think that Nebraska just got this moxie to him now. A uh, little bit, you know, a, a little bit, think, you know, cooled down. Yeah. Now we're trying to trend in the right uh, right way, and I'll, I think they figured it out. I'll give you a little bit on that. Yeah, uh, that it does feel different for the Huskers. Yeah, for those that were have been watching and, and suffering as a fan base. Yeah, wasn't that just a great scene? Trev Alberts, the uh, athletic director, handing Mickey Joseph the game ball in front of the team. Yeah, like that was just a joyous occasion. It, it wasn't staged. No, uh, you weren't human if you didn't watch that and you weren't smiling. Like you felt good, even if you were an Indiana fan. You saw that and you yeah. saw a team just. Surprised supporting the interim coach, yeah. supporting the athletic department, and feeling good about what they just accomplished. Exactly. And, and all the kids were behind them, too, yeah. and it just felt really good to see all that, Andy. Yeah. And I'll tell you what was even better for me seeing is our coaches actually getting on some players after they made Ooh. some bonehead mistakes. <laughs> they that, pulled Casey Thompson. Exactly. And that didn't work out the way that he wanted it to, but he made his point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He made his point that— It almost if, made his point better. Exactly. You know? We need you out there, Casey, and we yeah, need yeah. you to make the actual good plays mm-hmm. because this is what we have if we don't. Uh, but uh, some of the other bonehead mistakes you saw our you know our offensive coordinator get after people. You saw oh, our yeah. defensive coordinator interim get after people that weren't doing what they should be. And I think that is what we were kind of missing. Yeah, that yeah. kind of grit. That kind of you know uh, show me what you got right you know, now, and we're going to come after you with it. Uh, a figurative leader. You yeah, know, someone that's going to tell it to you straight. Yep. You know they're going to give you. They're going to. Not they're going to wrap their arm around you. They're going to give you a hug, but they're also going to set you down. Yes, you know, and tell you what you need to hear. Yes, so that that was refreshing. Uh, I'm just I'm just so reluctant because the Huskers are now one and four against the spread. Yep, and, and I mean, but it does feel different. I will give you that. Yeah. Um, and the more you talk about that over, the more I like it. Even though I hate going in on the public money, especially when it's lopsided as this. All righty, Parlay Pounder. Yeah. I heard you had a Thursday, Friday night mixer for me. I do. So, yeah, get on in this one early, uh, boys and girls. I got a three-team parlay. I am parlaying the Indianapolis Colts Denver Broncos under. I locked it in at 44 and a half. I like that. I like that. It's going under that. Um, my second leg is Nebraska at a minus two and a half. You can still get it at minus three, which I still believe is a good bet. And then I got Houston versus Memphis, the over at 55 and a half. These two teams really ball out. They have no defense. They are just literally scoring points the entire time. I think they'll easily get 60 points between the two of them. So I think this three-teamer is a lock if I've ever seen one. So I am putting $25 on this right (laughs) now, Andy, locking it in for a total of 97 
dollars. I think that's good oh. as you can do. Uh, throw a little bit more on there if you want uh, the the payout. But I am uh, sitting right here, and I, I I like these three teams right here. Hey man, for once I, I really like your your play here. All <laughs> three of them. I yeah. like it. You're you're I mean, little logic going, to it. Going this back week. And forth. There we go. <laughs> All right. Before we let the audience go, let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners. That is Play Action Pools as a revolutionizing group hosting platforms. Make it your new spot for all your football contest needs. Play today at playactionpools.com. Don't go in there, folks. This is WTL. WTL. It's time! WTL. I think we got a show. Oh, yeah, we got a show. WTL. And welcome to WTL, everybody. Where's the line? I'm your host, Antique Class, and joined by Gibran. <laughs> the Parlay Pounder. Yes, sir. And now we got to, we got to get into Saturday college football. You know it. Got a bevy of Big Ten, Big 12 games. Yeah. Coming your way and a lot of intriguing matchups. I, I like what we got uh, in store here. Yeah. Let's start with number 17, TCU, the Horn Frogs. Yep. Going to Lawrence, Kansas to take on the 19th ranked, kind of a surprise team, right? Yeah. Jayhawks. Yeah. Uh, both these teams undefeated, like you said, Andy. Yeah. Uh, uh, 17 versus 19, Big 12 matchup. Uh, uh, ESPN G- College Game Day is in Lawrence for the first time in, wild? in history. In history, Andy. So it, you you know that this is going to be probably the should be fun. Probably the biggest game that's ever been played in Lawrence, or you know, one of the hypest games right. that's ever been played there and in a long time. Anyway, I, and I really think this is going to be one of the best Big Twelve games that we have seen thus far. You think so? I I, I really do. Um, I have yet to, I think, pick against the Jayhawks all season. The point spread is pretty wide, telling yeah. me that a lot of uh, the odds makers are thinking it's not going to be that close. Well, I game. mean, it's still within a touchdown, so, you know, it's not out of the realm of, uh, you know. Where are you at? What, 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 what line are you looking TCU, at? TCU, Kansas at minus six and a half towards TCU. I already got seven. Oh, okay. The book I'm looking at. Yeah, um, so... I, I do like I I am reluctant to say I am on the Horn Frogs. I really mm-hmm. like them to cover a touchdown. So I am I am locking in six and a half right now. Uh the over under is at sixty eight and a half, Andy, yeah. which is just too many points for me to touch. I am looking at a book right now that's yeah. saying a hundred percent of the bets are going in on the over. Yeah. That is insane. So crazy. Sixty eight and a half points. <laughs> so many things can go wrong for a sixty eight and a half point over i mean one yeah. one team could stall you know so fumble in the end zone yeah no all it, that stuff. It, it, it's just too many points to cover there's it's not enough too, possessions in a game it's too many points to co- and it probably will hit it probably will hit but i would not feel mm. good about throwing money on this the only thing that i really like here andy is that i can lock this in at six and a half for tcu if i had to do seven i would just really just with the push i you know i would still feel yeah. safe doing it because i really think this is going to be 28 to 21 35 to 28 i okay. think tcu pulls away at the end and yeah. gets them by a touchdown uh i really think this is finally where the jayhawks stumble and you Could know be. but it, it's at home and they're coming off it a is high. it you is know, and, I, and i'm not trying to say that kansas magical season ends this 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 weekend i'm just mm-hmm. saying that it'll 
actually proved to me that they actually can compete with top teams in the Big 12 and that they're kind of for real. Well, I, and I think that I think they are, and uh, the numbers are bearing that too. Between these two teams, they are 9-0 and against the spread. Mm-hmm. That, that's pretty impressive. And Kansas has an extra game under the belt compared to TCU. They're 5-0. and Yep. Uh, TCU is 4-0. Not only uh, outright, but ATS. Yeah. Um, I really like your 6.5 there. I like that hook. Yeah. Uh, that, that would give me a little bit more of a lean towards TCU. Yeah. If that's where I was going, but I hate this 7. I, I, I don't like yeah. that at all because I – I, I call me drinking the Kool-Aid on the Jayhawks here. Yeah. Um, but they're at home, and I think they, they can keep it within a touchdown. I really think they can do that, uh, even with the, the over-under being so inflated, which I'm, if I'm going anywhere, I'm betting the under on Yeah, that. you have to. Give me a break. That's too many points. I mean, and from just if you look at what's happening and where the money's being poured into it yeah. and what the bookies are going to have to do to try and level this out like they do, <laughs> You, you know, they're going to have to keep pumping that number up. Yeah. So you telling me it's going to be around 70? It will be. It will be. kickoff? Yep. It will be because people My are going to keep betting it. So. Well, call me in under then. Yeah. 40 to 30? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't like that. I don't like 35 to 35. I mean, it can happen. Like I said, it can happen, but I, I just don't like it. All right, so let's move on to Texas versus yeah. Oklahoma. Another 11 o'clock kickoff, but that's over on ABC. Jabron, what yeah. do you make of this one? Yeah, uh, Texas is the uh, by a touchdown in my book, uh, the favorite, minus seven, uh-huh. uh, with yep. a 65 and a half over under. So yep. the Big 12 is obviously scoring that. some points this week. Um, <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, this is the Red River rivalry, but these games are are always crazy close, I believe, Andy. Um, <clears throat> even I think a lot of people are jumping on Oklahoma because they've lost a couple games and yeah. not really look good in certain weeks. But if they haven't looked good since they played Nebraska. No, they have not. It's the Nebraska curse. It they've looked out of sorts and Oklahoma does have several injuries that have really plagued them over the last few games. Sometimes. I expect the Sooners to keep this game close for a half, but I I believe that the Longhorns are just the much better team. Find the offense in the second half and really pull away from them. I'm thinking this game ends up like 40, 42 to 24. Really? I really My think God. Longhorns are going to blow them out in the second half. Jabron? You ignorant schmuck. (laughs) This game is played in Oklahoma. Yes, sir. And Oklahoma is going to get right. And this is the Red River rivalry. It is. You talked about some of those things there. And I'm already seeing a a full touchdown. So the hook's not even there. It's not even at six and a half. It's a full seven. Oklahoma can cover that. And in fact, a lot of the models and metrics that I'm looking at still has Oklahoma winning by five to six points. The point (laughs) predictors... but yeah. Texas is favored by a touchdown. Get out of here. Yeah. This is an inflated line. This is a typical college uh, line where Texas fans are drinking their own Kool-Aid and overbetting <laughs> it. No way. No, sir. Uh, God, I hate that over-under, though. If, if I had to lean on that, I'd probably go under. For sure. You know, because I think yeah, a lot of what you said was true. These teams are stumbling. They, they're not a high-powered oiled machine like yep. we're used to seeing or like we saw a couple of weeks ago in, in Lincoln. Yeah. Um, but this is a spot here where Oklahoma can get right. They will get up for this game, and they can at least do. What makes you – didn't Texas – didn't – Texas has lost two games this year, too. They have, but they played the number one team in the nation to uh, the last play of the game. Pretty good. And that's pretty good. And I've seen Oklahoma lose to K-State 
That was and, after Nebraska, though. <laughs> it definitely was. <laughs> and guess what this game is after Nebraska. Um, no, I just I really think Texas high-powered offense is a All lot right. better than Oklahoma. Uh, like you said on the over-under, I'm not touching that. If I had to lean one way, it, yeah. it is Texas and maybe just the Texas money line. Well, that's the beauty of it. You don't have to bet it if you're not sure. So a yep. lot of this will probably end up sidestepping anyhow. So. Yes, sir. All right, let's move on to number 20, Kansas State traveling up to Ames, Iowa for a 6.30 kickoff against the Cyclones on ESPNU. Yeah, guess who else is traveling to Ames, Iowa this weekend? Oh, Jabron, the parlay pounder. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to watch our old boy. He's been putting on a show, Andy, and yes. I have to go watch it. Uh, right. Plus, they say Iowa State is some of the best tailgating in the nation, and I'm going to put that to the test. They they get uh, they get excited up there yeah. in Ames. Uh, I've been to a couple of Nebraska games up there, and it, some of the funnest – uh, tailgate and memories I ever had. And that was back when, you know, big 12 days. Yeah. It was a know, rivalry. Ra- yeah. It was a rivalry towards the end there. Yeah. Uh, and it, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, but man, do they, they do get after it. So, <laughs> I mean, watch out up there. Yeah, watch no, out I, for yourself. I definitely will. Uh, but yeah, the line right now is at two points towards Kansas state. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, they've been minus rolling two Kansas state minus two Kansas state, okay. um, over under sitting at 45 points here, Andy. Um, I do like the under again in this game. Boy, we're God, we're really smashing the unders here. Yeah. Um, I, I really predict this game probably about 20 to 13 in favor of Kansas State. Hmm. The Wildcats are playing some of the best football in the Big 12 right now. They but are. it is they are. all it is all running. It is all running. Well, they got the running. I mean, they got a great running back and they got a great running quarterback. Yeah. Say what you will about it, Adrian Martinez. I think he's put a lot of those uh, ghost to rest. Yeah. Here. Anyway, early on he has. Yeah. And we always saw that from him in flashes. Exactly. It was just when it was game time, right? Exactly. Game time. Game time. Something it, happened. It was something bad. But last week against Texas Tech, Adrian Martinez awesome. and Deuce uh, Vaughn combined for over yeah. 340 yards yep. rushing. Yep. K-State is averaging 267 on the ground yep. per game. I just think it's going to be too much for this Iowa State defense to keep in this game. Uh, you I know, agree with you, and I haven't seen anything from Iowa State to say anything different. Exactly. All right, so I'm on board with you on that one. Yeah. Hey. Did we just agree? We did. Oh, my God. Once. Once. All right. Well, I'll have to toast to that afterwards here. But <laughs> all right. Now let's move on to Iowa versus yeah. Illinois. Another okay. 630 kickoff on BTN. Two unranked teams. And we kind of thought that, you know, Illinois, they they pulled off a couple wins here. It looked like they might have been ranked. Nope. Not the case. Iowa, they were ranked. But, man. They've they've uh, came back. Boy. They've came back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Illinois sitting at 4-1. and one. They, they really look like they have a good football team be coming into Lincoln here in a couple weeks, but uh, they are a three point favorite at home against Iowa. Mm-hmm. Like you said on BTN yeah, uh, yeah. over under sitting at 36 and a half, Andy. Um, jeez. jeez. What are you kidding me? Like Illinois That's has so a decent low. running game. That's they got, so low. They can run the football. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like it's worth something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a week after out badgering the Badgers, uh, you know, yeah, uh, Illinois will do what got the coach I will, fired. Yeah. Yeah, late to the don't Nebraska even get party. Me, don't even get me started <laughs> on that. But uh, that Illinois will do what Iowa wants to do, only better. They're just going to push the I run like game. That. I like they're, that. They're going to be, yeah. you know, of stout defense and stuff. So that is why that 
over under so low, Andy, but I'm still not touching it because I don't know which way to go on it. Right. Um, if I had to predict the line here, I'm going 20 to 16. Illinois winning at home, beating Iowa by four. I do think they cover. So think they can cover that. I do think they cover. And it's at home. You're it's right. It's at home. It's at home. So okay. I think they cover the three points. I can't touch that over under because I just don't know how many points are going to be scored in this game. Mm. It's going to be low, but 36 is such a low over under that I'm not touching it. I think the Fighting Illini can cover that too. They are four and one against the spread this yes. season. They're also four and one outright. Uh, and it's at home. You don't know what you're going to get with the Hawkeyes. Uh, your best bet with the Hawkeyes is you're going to get poor offense. Yes, that, that's your that's best, the best bet. bet. That that is your best <laughs> bet with the, with, the, with the Hawkeyes. And I think Illinois can do just enough to win by three and a half, four points. Either way, yes, get sir. it wherever you can. But I'll I'll rock the Fighting Illini. There you go on this one as well. All righty, folks, don't go anywhere. This is WTL. We will be right back. T-L. Hello. Hi, I'm looking for a Mr. Ron. First name, Mo. Mo, Ron? Or Ron, it's you with your little puke. W-T-L. And welcome back, everybody, to W-T-L. Where's the line? I'm your host, Andy. Class enjoyed by... Jabron. That's right, the Parlay Pounder. Yes, sir. And we are back at it again. Yep. And we got a full slate of college teams ranked a lot of fun here. Yeah. Let's start with one that everybody's talking about. That is number eight, Tennessee, taking on another ranked team in the LSU Tigers. Yeah, LSU at number 25, this game playing at, like you said, 11 o'clock on ESPN Saturday. Mm-hmm. The line is sitting at minus three yep. towards the Volunteers. Yep. Uh, going into LSU, though, uh, Andy, what do you think about this right off the bat? Uh, you know, it's one of those deals where 65% of the bets are coming in on LSU, so that makes me think, boy, I want to go towards Tennessee then. Yeah. Uh, however, I don't – it's tough to go on the road and win in LSU. They're sure. such an up-and-down team. And, and to go to the, to play into that, LSU this season, they're 3-2 and two ATS. Yeah. So, like, where, where am I going to go with that? What am I going to do with that? Yeah. Tennessee has looked so good this year. Yeah. They have. Um, and they're sitting at four and zero, and I get it, and I and I wish I could just jump on the Volunteers bandwagon here. Yeah, but it's tough. This it, is a really tough spot. This is a really tough spot for them, but I think it's a pretty hard spot for the LSU Tigers to be in right now, uh, hosting number eight in the nation, Tennessee, coming in kind of mm-hmm. riding high. Andy, uh, last time that these guys stopped on the field, Tennessee uh, walked away with a thirty-eight to. Th- 33 victory over the Florida Gators, who were ranked at the time as well. Right. I, I, I think yeah, they have seen the- ranked teams in the schedule already and are not going to be scared to head into LSU. You mentioned the Florida game. Yeah. And they're 3-1 and one ATS against the spread Tennessee is. Yes. And that's the one they didn't cover. For sure. Florida. Yes. You know, they got over the hump, but they didn't cover. They won. And, that, and that's kind of where I'm sitting with this, Andy. I really think... Uh, earlier in the week, they were at a two and a half point favorite, which I liked a lot more than this yeah. three. Yep. Uh, what yep. I'm looking at right here, Andy, is I'm just going to take the money line for the Tennessee Volunteers at minus 140. I think it still has a lot of value. Uh, it might be a just good parlay, okay. good parlay piece for a lot of people. But okay. I'm sitting there at Tennessee, just thinking they're going to win the game, but I don't know if they can cover that field goal. Okay, so uh, you know. I'll buy that for a buck. Yeah. What do you think of this over-under at 65? I do want to start with this. Yeah. Tennessee, 
Nine out of the last ten games, they have smacked yeah. the over. Yeah. Now, this is at 65, um, but I don't know. I, I've seen offense from these two teams. Yeah. No, I. it just seems like both these teams score at, at an alarming pace. Yeah. But I do— This isn't your daddy's SEC. Exactly. (laughs) I just think Tennessee's uh, defense is a little bit better than LSU's. Uh I think they're going to make critical stops. I really don't like putting that many points up there, Andy. That's 65 Mm, points, and both these teams are ranked. I think it's going to be a little bit closer knit of a game than 65 points. If I had to lean one way, I would lean on the under. The under. uh, Thinking like a 35 to... Yeah, going man. against the, you go, yeah, even there at thirty five, yeah. you know, and you're saying it's close. Well, that's you're getting me pretty I, I, darn close. I'm thinking close. thirty-five to twenty-eight game, okay. which is going to be right there. But I, I really think that the better t- bet is straight up. I think and so. Tennessee is six and one straight up in the last seven games, so that plays into to what you're saying. Yes, sir. There. All right, so let's move on to another ranked matchup here. Yeah. That is number eleven Utah traveling to LA to take on the number eighteen. Bruins. Yeah. Uh, 2.30 kickoff on Fox, Andy. Uh, Utah's coming in. Road dog favorite again. Three and a half points towards the Utah Utes. And uh, gosh, Andy, this is another one that I— It should be so much closer than that. It really should. I can't believe that that's the way the line is moving. You got 78% of the bets coming in on UCLA. (laughs) I give them a lot of credit. Uh, they've they've won some games. They're five and zero. Yeah, they're five and zero. They're five and zero. Okay, so I, I get it. Um, but right now, these uh, score predictors and everything else that I kind of lean on that I like to look to, uh, they have this at thirty five to thirty five. They yeah. don't even have a winner pick. Exactly. In my score no, I, I was looking on stuff, Andy, and like you said, <laughs> like uh, our Odd Sharks uh, supercomputer is yeah, giving yeah. each chance a fifty percent chance to win the game. It's pro- <laughs> yeah, <and> it's protected. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know which way to lean here. I think I'm gonna go with the road do- uh, the road uh, team again. I just think yeah, Utah will cover. That's I, all I'm saying here. That's all I, I I go with Utah to cover this UCLA team. Uh, I just think they're a better team, and mm-hmm. Utah is off to a strong start. UCLA you know, surprised me this year. They're 4-1 they have- and 2-0 and oh in the Pac-12. Utah lost its opening game against Florida, but as we just said, Florida is a very good team in the SEC. This is not the SEC. Uh, I really like a Utah 30 to UCLA 24 type of game here, Andy. All right. I'll, once again, once again, I will <laughs> buy that. I'll buy it just – just because I, it's just it should be closer than what it is. That's that's my main bet. Yeah, I, I do like Utah covering there, and that they are a higher ranked team, and UCLA is still kind of on surprise mode. If you ask me, they're still creeping up on teams, and that's not going to be the case this week. No, it is not. They if UCLA wants to prove that they're real deal, it it's it's now or never against Utah. So. All righty, well, let's head on over to Carter Finley Stadium in Raleigh, North Carolina, where they play host to the North Carolina. Trying to keep in that top 15, you know, top 25, you know, uh, ranking system there in Florida, trying to bust, Florida State trying to bust into it. I really like the Wolfpack here, Andy. I just think think they're a better team overall. Even with the hook? Even with, even with the hook, okay. I, I'm seeing this as a. I'm I'm really think that they're going to win by a touchdown in this game, if not more. Uh, I, I am you hanging know, with the Wolfpack. You know, last year North Carolina State traveled to 
Florida State, yeah. and they beat them 28-14. to 14. Yes. And Leary threw for over 300 yards. Yep. I think we're going to see more of the same. Four touchdowns. You got it. Uh, yeah, and this one's going to be on ESPN Plus or the ACC Network, however you want to consume it. That is Saturday night at 8 p.m. All right, since we're in agreement there, let's move on to a game that's been catching a lot of buzz, rightfully so. That is number 16 in the nation. Yeah. Really the road warriors over the last few years here. Yes. The BYU Cougars heading yeah. on up to play Notre Dame, where yeah. Notre Dame is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah. Uh, Andy, this isn't too surprising to me. See, Notre Dame listed as a north of a field goal favorite despite BYU being ranked 16th in the nation. Uh-huh. Both teams have underperformed relatively to betting markets. Uh, despite their that 4-1 and record, BYU is still 2-3 and three against the spread. Notre Dame's ability to have its way at the line of scrimmage in this game, I think, should lead to the Fighting Irish winning this game oh. and a much-needed win in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. Um, and I think it's going to be 27-21 to 21 Notre Dame covers, Ooh. and I really think that under is going to hit under 51. Under 51. I'm, I'm looking at 52 right now, yep. so that's something we can shop around. That's a full-point difference. Yes, you know, sir. this line opened up at minus one. Yes. And it's already up to three and a half. Yeah. So do you think it's going to continue to climb the closer I, we get to Saturday? I really do. Kind of, I think it's it probably going to be closer here? to five than three at man kickoff. You got that money line bet though, where Notre Dame is minus one ninety, BYU's plus one fifty eight. Yeah, I a, like that. That's plus a good one too. That, I like that plus too. money for BYU there. Yep. Um, and it's uh, BYU's burned me, and I think that might be a little bit more of Wyoming. Every time I do any type of a bet this year that involves Wyoming, <laughs> I get burned. You get burned. And BYU, they should have covered, but they did not. Yes. And it was a lot. It was a lopsided. What was it? 26, 25 and a half. Yeah, it was a lot. It was big, but I just felt like BYU should cover. Mm-hmm. And you know, just the little things happen yeah. in a game, and they they comfortably won. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, they just were nowhere near covering that. For no, me. they were not. Uh, so I'm a little. I'm a uh, kind of feel like shading uh, <laughs> BYU. BYU right yeah. right now. Um, but you know, I'm man. I'm a Husker fan. I hate. I hate Notre Dame. Oh, I hate Notre Dame too. <laughs> I just think that the the trenches are really gonna, you know, be in favor of uh, Notre Dame this game. I don't think BYU has been up against a pass rush or an offensive line quite like Notre Dame has, and they're just gonna grind it out and, and really, uh, you know, put yeah. a couple touchdowns in between them. And here's another little tidbit here: BYU has failed to cover this spread in three straight games. Right. My only moment of pause is that this thing opened up at minus one. It's yeah. already at minus three and a half, and we think it's going to continue to cover. So if you want to get in on it, you better do it now. Yeah. I'd have felt a lot better at it, you know, uh, whatever, a day or two ago. Just when to it, pick them, yeah. Yeah, when it was sure. a pick them, or even a three. Yeah. I hate that hook at three and a half because <laughs> BYU is a good team. They are. And for all that we've been saying good about Notre Dame, you know, the, the, it's not like they're the powerhouse. No, they they, once st- were. they still have lost two games, but I really believe that it's been against tougher competition than BYU, and this pass rush is just going to wreak havoc against BYU. Yeah. They will not be able to do what they usually do, get the ball downfield to their people. I think this pass rush really wins the game for Notre Dame, and uh, they grind it out on the other side. And another reason to go along with uh, your storyline there is Notre Dame's coming off a bye. Yeah. And BYU, yeah, they kind of roughed up Wyoming. It was kind of a tune-up. But still, Notre Dame just got to take the week off after beating uh, um, North Carolina. For sure, Uh, which is another very good team. Yeah, that was a good win. On the road, 45-32. Yep. So so that showed you a little something there, too. So I I I feel like, uh, okay, all right, fine, fine. (laughs) The Golden Domers. 
Give me those three and a half. We'll there you take go. It. Let's ride. Hey, one thing I do want to bring up here um, from one of my other uh, shows, podcast, Common Folk. Yeah. You know, uh, we had some really good dudes. Ben and Joe on from Certified Piedmontese. Uh, you hear the horn? We're up against here. So real quick, um, this is a Nebraska uh, line of beef, and it's a breed out of Italy. Yeah. But it's been over here, crossbred with Nebraska cattle. Um fascinating conversation with those guys but anyway you go to their website and they have all this stuff that drop ships straight to your door yep um and we got a code to save 25 percent off any order that's sirloins that's new york strips that's their meat sticks yep. all of the good stuff there so everything and it's all supporting nebraska raised nebraska ranched beef so that is farm focused 25 all one word to receive a 25% discount. Woo. That's something that I had in my back pocket that I sh- thought I'd share with all of our friends here on WTL. Don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be right back. WTL. This Saturday, I will go on national television live. I will say horrible things on the air, despicable things, and people will call me brave. WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. Where's the line? I'm your host, Ant D. Class, and joined by Gibran. the par, the parlay pounder. Yes, sir. <laughs> and here we go. We talk college football. Yep. Talk a little NFL there. Yes, sir. Now we got to finish strong. We got an entire NFL slate here. Yep. We're starting bright and early Sunday. We're going to end with Monday night. But let's start with the Giants. Taking on the Packers. Yeah. Woo. I got minus eight. Packers, a huge favorite. Yeah, here. like you said, Andy, 8.30 in the morning, Sunday morning, across the pond over in London. On NFL Network. On NFL Network. The Packers, a big favorite here at eight points with a 41 over under. Uh, I'm leaning towards the Packers here, Andy. Really? And Ooh. I know a lot of people probably aren't with me, but... Uh, Let's look at the injuries, right? Yeah. I mean, New York's got some injuries that are stacking up on them right now. Yeah. Kenny Galladay, receiver, he's questionable. Yeah. Richie James, backup receiver, he's questionable. Yeah. Nick Gates, their center, he's out. Daniel Jones, the quarterback. Yeah. Questionable. Yeah. I mean, this does not look good at all for the Giants. No, exactly, Andy. And I I think the Packers, no matter what, would have gave them their biggest test of the season uh, so far. It'll be even tougher for New York to, you know, succeed in London in prime time, or if we say in prime time, yeah, without Daniel Jones yeah. and Taylor are sidelined. Uh, I just don't, I don't see a world where the Giants outplay Aaron Rodgers without but, their main pieces. But can't you see a world, even if it's across the pond in Europe, yeah, uh, where the Giants could at least keep it within eight, eight and a half points? Yeah. I, I, I guess I can see that, Andy, but I just don't believe that's going to happen. I see this becoming like a 28-10, to 28-14-point game, uh, and, I, and I really like the Packers to you know kind of dump it on them. What are you well. looking at for an over-under there? I got 40-and-a-half. Yeah. Uh, I'm right there. I'm right there. I think most of my scores that I'm predicting is right at 42. 42. So wow. I, so we can shop this one around. Yeah. So um, if, if that's where it is, I'm probably leaning towards the over. Uh, you know. You know the Packers have only gone over in one of their last four games. Yeah. They have not performed 
uh, as far as hitting that over. A couple of divisional games, as uh, you know, and that doesn't spark well for overs, okay. uh, especially playing against the Bears and the you know the Vikings and the Lions for them. Well, this is kind of wonky, too. This kind of wonky across the pond. I'm just saying that I probably won't bet it, but if I had to, I would probably feel good with it up to 44. That Ooh, I would still okay. go with the over, but my best bet is that the Packers can cover the eight points. Ah, man, I, I just I like the Packers. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, uh, I think they're going to win the division again. Uh, this line opened up at six and a half. It swelled up to eight, and shoot, it might even go up further. It could. We've seen that with NFL lines. Yeah, uh, we don't always see that with these lines getting so uh, far out there. But man, it that's just kind of what the market has it dictated is. <laughs> uh, thus far this season. So, yeah. oh man. Uh, I like what you're saying. I just don't know if I like uh, how this line has such aggressively gone all the way up to yeah. eight. But there's, I have no faith in New York. Don't get no. me wrong. So th- you know, if I had, if I had a lean, it would definitely be towards the pack here. Go, yeah. go pack, go. I'll say reluctantly. There you go. All right. So let's move on to, oh, the Sunday twelve o'clock kickoff. The Bears heading on up to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Where? Wow, the Vikings are a full touchdown favorite. Yeah. Uh, Minus seven. Like we were just saying there, Andy, these uh, these tight-knit division games in the north, uh, you don't really see a lot of lopsided games, Andy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, They're, Chicago can change that. Yeah, Chicago can change that. <laughs> I, I do agree with this line, Andy. I get why it's at seven. Yeah. Um, and I do like the Minnesota Vikings to win this game. Yeah. But I think it's going to be by seven. I I don't believe that they outstretch Chicago by any means. The last three, so, uh, so you don't like seven and a half, maybe, but you like seven. I, I, would, I would take it at six and a half. I would take it at six and a half, maybe by a half point down for the Vikings to cover that. Um, the Bears have been holding teams to an average of eighteen points per game, uh, holding the Vikings. There's- that they're they're a good defense, Andy, well, but they cannot score points. And I'm taking the Vikings to score more points against the Bears. I'm looking at a 24 to 17 game mm-hmm. towards the Vikings. Yeah, I really like the money line bet here. Uh, it might not have the value one, but I think it's pretty well yeah set in stone. Or I I'd call it a lock that Minnesota can win this. Chicago is only four and eleven ATS in the last 16. For games. sure. Yeah, I mean it's it's not looking good for Chicago. You can't win in the NFL if you have a quarterback that can't move the ball through the air. They're not even allowing fields to throw. They don't the ball. look downfield. Well, they I, just can't. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have the weapons. I'm not putting it all on him. Yeah, um, but he's had a couple of the lowest over unders as far as prop bets. Yeah, I mean you're talking under 150 yards passing. Exactly, and that's unheard of. I call high school games for a living, and I I think out of the last three weeks, I've seen just about every quarterback throw for over 150 yards. Yeah, and we're talking about a paid professional here that can't. <laughs> No, exactly. They only let him throw like 15 times a game, Andy. I know. As on the I opposite know. side, Cousins is yeah. going to be pushing 40. Yeah. With a good running I game. I love his new offense. With a good running game. So, uh, Skull Vikings. So, They're going to win. They're going to cover. It, they'll hit the over. Yeah. I, 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 as more I look at this, Andy, I think yeah. I'm agreeing with you. And I'll take that. I'll take that 
Minus seven for the Vikings. I, I think the Vikings are probably, if I'm being honest, I think the Vikings are probably going to win by two scores, not Alrighty. just the one there. All righty. All right, let's move on to a Sunday night game. Yeah. That is the another another divisional game. Yeah. Here. Cincinnati Bengals versus the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, boy. We got the Ravens as a three-point favorite at home. Yeah, and this is a couple teams that have kind of uh, not been who they were you know, Predicted promoted to be. To be. Yeah, yeah. They're boasting at two and two, Andy. So th- both of these guys really want to win. I mean, obviously everybody wants to win every game, but mm-hmm, these mm-hmm. these teams, one of these teams is going to walk out with a losing record and not feel very good about themselves. Yeah, yeah. After seeing the Ravens now blow two winnable games, it's hard for me to pick them here in prime time against Joey B which Joey. Seem, seems to be trending upwards uh-huh. you know they they seem like they're clicking they got all the receivers back they look like they're good know. to go i understand that they have a better coach and lamar jackson is better than joe burrow at certain stuff okay. at, you know just yeah, yeah. at football in general but <laughs> just football yeah <laughs> oh, in week 2 the, the ravens had a massive leave over the doll lead over the Dolphins, and the defense just crumbled. Well, that's something. And I just really think that they're going to crumble again against these wide receivers for the Bengals. Obviously, they have a very good running game with Joe Mixon as well. I just see the Bengals pulling this one out. In the end, the Ravens will keep it close, uh, but I I like the plus three uh, points for the Bengals right now. And if I'm getting kind of crazy with it, since I think the Bengals are going to win, they have a plus 145 money line that I might throw a little little cash at just for a little bit of a flavorful one at the end of the Sunday slate. Love everything you're saying right there. Cincinnati, for all their shortcomings this yeah. year, right? And I, I do believe there's something to the Super Bowl hangover, especially when you lose, yes. right? That's coming off quite a quite a high, and you're let down there. They are 10-2 and two ATS regardless right. of the last 12 games. Yes. So they're still putting up numbers. They're still beating the spread. And this is a spot here where, yeah, I don't trust the Ravens, no. even if it is at home, and they're the favorites. Exactly. So I think Cincinnati, at the very least, can can keep it within that three. Might get even pushed up to three and a half if I sit on wait for a little while here. Could. Yes, definitely could. Now, what do you think of that over-under? I find this one to be a, a little curious here. I'm looking at 48 and a half consensus. Yeah, 48 and a half, Andy. And- 70% of the bets are coming in on Baltimore. Uh, or the over, I'm sorry. on the over, on for the sure, over. and and that's probably where it should be. These are two prolific offenses. Obviously, Lamar and Mark Andrews and all those guys are going to put up points, uh-huh. but the Bengals' uh, defense is probably the best one that they've they've seen so far. Um, I I do like the over, Andy. Okay. I think both these teams score a lot of points. I would put it right there that threshold of probably. 50 is where most people are thinking. You know, reality ain't the same if you don't play the game. And, and I'm so reluctant to go in with the the public money yeah. or, or the, you know, where the heavy money's been getting put in on. And that's at the over rate now. Yeah. However, from what we've seen, you see why that is the case for sure. So, so I can't, I can't throw too much shade, shade at you <laughs> yeah. on this one. All righty, let's move on to Monday night on ESPN. ESPN. Yeah, <laughs> that, ESPN. Is, that is the Las Vegas Raiders heading on over to Kansas City to take on the three and one Chiefs. Oh boy, and would you note know the Chiefs are a full touchdown favorite? Minus seven is what I'm looking at right now. Yeah, Andy, I think this one's right. Um, I the Chiefs are obviously the better team here. Yeah, uh, Raiders got a win. 
kind of a pity win on Sunday, I would call it. Uh, they you won. Know, they won. They're one and three now. Uh, the Chiefs, I just believe, are really riding high right now yeah, yeah. and kind of taking everything serious. Uh, I saw oh, they got a wake up call earlier. They got a wake up call early, and I really think Mahomes and Reed have these guys rolling the yeah. way they want to. I take Chiefs probably up to nine. In this game, uh, I really think they'll cover the seven spread, and I really like the over as yeah. well in this. In recent history, it, it bodes well for your assessment there. Chiefs are three and one in the last five games. Yeah, uh, against the spread, uh, the totals have also gone over in two of the last four games for sure uh, for the Chiefs. And boy, it does just look like. I don't even know if you can call it vintage Mahomes. But yeah, kind of when he burst onto the scene. Looks there. like he's the best player in the NFL again. Yeah, just just uh, play yard, you know, schoolyard stuff. Yeah, where he's just making defenders look silly. Yep. You know, no look passes. <laughs> yeah, dumping it in the end zone over top of guys, just crazy stuff. And Las Vegas, uh, they they had so much hype. So they much did. hype. Well, the whole division did really. Yeah. And two of them have been, you know, pretty decent. And then two of them have really fell off with Russell not being up to par and the Raiders right. really not winning anything yet. Right. And and everyone said, well, the Raiders might be a work in progress, but. But. Well, it's a big but. It's so a far. big but. How about that over under at 51? Yeah. I really like the over here, Andy. I yeah, think yeah. that uh, Kansas City will be pushing 40 by themselves, probably up close to 35 to 40. And then the Raiders can throw in a you know chip seventeen twenty that gets you there. And Raiders can score every once in a while. Like you're like, wow, this is a great offense. It is. And, and what drives me freaking crazy about the Chiefs is that they'll just give up touchdowns. Exactly. They don't care. Yeah, they, they don't, don't care. Man, they'll get up by twenty one points, and then Andy Reid's like, all right, guys, take it easy. Yeah. It kills me, and it killed a bet I made a couple of weeks ago. For I, sure. I knew. I knew as soon as Kansas City scored. And had that uh, insurance touchdown with three minutes left. I'm like, they're just going to let the Chargers or whoever yeah, it was come. Yeah, they'll, they'll let them score. And they did. <laughs> they, they scored with less than a minute left. Yep. You know, I was just, God. So That's I, what happens. I, I hate that. But when I'm just talking overs, I'm like, yeah, let them score. <laughs> yeah, no, I think the over is going to hit. So I, I really like that as well. All right, Jabron. Yeah. The par lay pounder. It's time for you to live up to your namesake. Do you got a parlay play yes, for the folks? I got the NFL three-team parlay. I am sitting with the Chiefs. I locked it in at six and a half points. Uh, I got the Chargers winning on a money line, 135 bet, and I got the Minnesota Vikings rounding this out at a minus six and a half bet. Put $25 on that to win 112. You can't beat wow. that odds and they are locked in. That's, yeah, that's a pretty good odds there, and I like how you got the hook there on the Minnesota-Chicago uh, game. If you shop around, you can probably still get it at that yep. six and a half. You definitely can. Seven. So get out there and do that if you like that play. Well, folks, I'll about do it for us here at WTL. Where's the line? Be sure to follow us on YouTube, Twitter, and our TikTok channel for weekly picks. YouTube, watch our short videos and feature-length episodes. For Jabron, the par, lay, pounder, I'm Andy Klassen. Thanks, folks, for listening. This has been WTL.